0: Hello and welcome to the Analysis Mason podcast. My name is Tom Robeck and I'm here with Eric Otterson. The topic of today's podcast is the financial performance of telecoms operators in 2022. As part of our research, we capture the main reported metrics of different telecoms operators, Eric has put together a piece looking at the results from 13 of the largest operators in high-income countries. Um, We'll link to that article in the show notes. So in this pod, we're going to talk about three areas, uh, revenue, EBITDA and CapEx. So Eric, let's start with revenue. So what happened in in terms of the the revenue performance in 2022? And what were the drivers of that?
1: Sure. So if we look at the operators covered in this article, most of them managed to increase the revenue. Um, But as we know, inflation rates were high in 2022. So in real terms, we could say that results are not that great. But if we want to look at what's driving revenue, we will have to split up the operators by region because uh, there are quite clear regional differences. So if we start by looking at the American operators, it is pretty straightforward. All of them managed to increase their core telecoms revenue as a result of adding subscribers as well as increasing ARPU. And... Uh, Of the American operators, it it was the two uh, cable operators, Charter and Comcast, that managed to increase the revenue the most. If we move over to Asia, in Asia, there were different drivers of revenue growth uh, depending on the operator. So we had Telstra and KT Corp that managed to increase revenue uh, in the consumer segment by increasing ARPU. And that was the result of higher demand for data. Uh, Meanwhile, NTT uh, saw increases in revenue in the business segment and also increased revenue uh, by equipment sales. While uh, the final Asian operator covered in this article, SoftBank, achieved uh, revenue growth through mergers and acquisitions, but actually uh, lost uh, consumers. And in Europe, uh, the operators generally only saw a small nominal increase to the revenues. And this comes as a result of the competitiveness of the markets. The operators are being pushed on price, and they are losing subscribers to uh, challenging operators, and they are thereby unable to adjust prices to inflation. Uh, There was one operator that still managed to do pretty well, and that was Deutsche Telekom, and uh, that is attributed to a strong performance in the mobile market. But on the other hand, we have Vodafone, for example, that recently in, in its annual report re- reported a uh, decrease in consumer revenue. And uh, we're pretty clear that they would have to change its st- uh, strategic re- approach to to increase value for their shareholders.
0: Yeah. So if we just put some some numbers on this in terms of percentage growth for these various different operators, um, we're talking sort of typically somewhere between, what, 2 and 5% revenue growth
1: yeah, so most of the operators were in between 2 and 5% in growth. And then we had uh, a couple of them that uh, had more than 5%. And then we had a couple of outliers in AT&T that uh, spun off their, their media business. Uh, and therefore, their results are not that great. Uh, and the T-Mobile also lost uh, or it, its revenue decreased a bit. Uh,
0: yeah, but I think um, so for, for at and t it fell 10% but again that's a, a larger reporting thing as you say because it spun off the media division and t-mobile I think it's sort of consistent with what you were saying for the US operators generally their service revenues grew it's just they saw a decline in, in hardware basically yeah, handset revenue and that's why overall revenue fell um, but but yeah service revenue was was in the similar sort of ballpark of, of the other US US operators okay good Should we go on then to talk about um, EBITDA and what's happened to EBITDA and EBITDA margins?
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, if we look at the the EBITDA margins for these 13 operators, there aren't uh, as big changes as one might expect. So in fact, the average of of these 13 operators just decreased by 0.1% year on year. And this to me, and I think to you as well, was a bit unexpected as we both expected that, that operational costs would have gone up as a result of the increase in energy costs, but also as a result of the the inflation and uh, adjusting salaries for inflation. Um, and as we previously mentioned in the revenue revenue part, that most operators didn't actually manage to increase revenue in line with inflation.
0: Yeah, but it does sort of suggest, I mean, there's a very different, very little difference. The average EBITDA margin is what 32.1% in 2022 versus 32.2% in, in, in 2021. So really very little change. Um, as you said, I mean, it, it suggests they've been able to manage their operating costs. Obviously, there's been pressure for most of these operators in terms of energy costs, but also, as you say, l- labor costs. I guess the balancing factor is quite often they've been able to reduce their, their workforce. So I think Orange was talking about in its um, in its capital markets day, Orange France is reducing the number of employees year on year by about 5,000. So there are still substantial job cuts going, so more than balancing out the uh, the, the rise in, in, in salary costs. So I guess overall, even though the um, the revenue hasn't kept up with inflation, um, they've been able to manage their costs to keep these EBITDA margins very yeah, surprisingly stable.
1: Exactly, uh, and you mentioned Orange, but I think also DT has an, a similar program where they're trying to cut down on the number of employees.
0: Yeah. Okay. Should we move on then to the the, the final category around around CapEx?
1: Yeah, sure. So similar to Iberia, the the average CapEx as a percentage of revenue for these operators uh, remained very stable. Um, but here, the average doesn't really tell the full picture. So we kind of have to look at operator level or at least regional level because there, there has been changes uh, since 2021. So, for example, if we look at the U.S. Uh, CapEx as a percentage of revenue has increased uh, for all operators. And this is a result of the mobile operators accelerating their 5G buildouts and the cable operators are also upgrading and building out their networks. And then conversely, we have the European operators that were quite successful in reducing CapEx as a percentage of revenue in 2022. And I guess that's the result of deacceleration uh, of 5G buildouts and also fiber buildouts as these countries uh, already have pretty developed networks.
0: Yeah, I mean that seems that seems right. I think there was a big auction, big five G spectrum auction in the U.S. in 2021. So when they got their hands on that spectrum, they've been building out the U.S. operators have been building out their, their networks, which um in most cases has seen the the capex uh, capex in, in, increase during 2022. But yeah, in Europe, networks a bit further built out. I think particularly the fiber networks. And again, I think it was Orange. We're talking about the majority of their build-out has happened. I think that's certainly the case also for, for some others, like Telefonica in Spain, they, the, the fibre built-out was was a few years ago, so the, the costs are, are falling in 2022 versus 2021. But like you say, overall, it's more or less exactly the same, sort of 15.5% as percentage of revenue, CapEx as a percentage of revenue. So for very little change, it's just the we've got these different, different trends kind of more or less balancing each other out. Yeah, exactly. Okay, very good. Well, thank you for that. As I say, um, we will put a link to the to the article in the show notes. There's also um, charts on each of these um, each of these metrics, um, so you can see a bit better the actual performance of each of the different different operators. Um, and if you want the actual data behind this, that, that's also in our in our data hub. And I think there's a link to that in the article as well, and we'll put a link to that in the show notes. So. All that it leaves me to say is thank you for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to receive uh, future episodes automatically, please subscribe to the Analysis Mason feed. We also welcome your comments, feedback and reviews. Thank you.